You're listening to episode 231 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And if you missed last week's episode, episode number 230, all about burnout and overwhelm and slowing down to speed up, I would recommend checking that one out because it I've gotten so much incredible feedback about it. And a lot of people are really feeling that this year, especially this year. I mean, burnout can happen at any time, but 2020 is kind of throwing a lot of us for a loop here. (laughs) So I'm talking a little bit about why I took a couple weeks off the podcast and just sort of had to make some big changes and all of those things to really slow down to speed up, essentially. Um, with all of the projects that I'm working on and some big things that are coming up. And a a lot of people are really relating to that. And I think it's because so many of us are feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed that 2020 has thrown a lot at every single one of us, every single one of us, everyone has suffered in some way, in their own way, some of us in many similar ways. It's, it's been a lot. And this episode kind of goes hand in hand with that because we're going to be talking about what to do when you feel uninspired. And this is especially applicable, obviously, if if you're an entrepreneur or something like that, but this can be applied to any type of creative, like getting your creative juices flowing for anything, whether it's your everyday job or a project that you're working on, whatever it is, we all have those moments where we feel completely uninspired. And this is going to hopefully give you a bit of a boost and give you some ideas as to what you can do when those moments happen, because they are inevitable. Don't beat yourself up. Don't waste your time and your energy, your precious energy, I might add, beating yourself up for feeling uninspired. Because I want you to know that it happens to everyone. It happens to the best people in the industry, in in their respective fields. People at the absolute top of their fields often have times where they feel uninspired. And I want to normalize that because we all need to accept that that is normal. That's part of the human experience. So don't waste time beating yourself up over it, okay? Instead, I want to help you to add some potential tools to your toolbox that you can use when those moments happen. So number one, I want you to take a short break. Literally take a short break. Sometimes we hit those moments (laughs) where, you know, you know, when you've been looking at a book and you realize that you've been staring at the same page for 15 minutes, but haven't actually read a word, that's when it's time to put the book down. Same can happen with our computer screens. We'll realize that we haven't actually accomplished anything in the last 15, 20 minutes, an hour even, or that we're just sort of spinning our wheels or we're feeling overwhelmed or we've been staring at the same same screen for ages. That's when it's time to walk away. And instinctively, that can be when we feel as though we need to push through even more. And that's simply not the case. Your, Your brain is trying to tell you something there. It needs a break. 
And if you take that break, you will be able to come back to the task or the book or whatever and be so much more efficient at it rather than just wasting your time and trying to force an idea through that will end up taking you five, 10 times as long and probably not as well done than if you just take the break. And even though in our minds, we can think that that's wasting time, it's not. I promise you that it's not because you're going to come back to that task feeling so much more inspired and able to accomplish the task much more quickly. Okay. So take a break, take a short break, moving your body. That's another really big one. You need to move the energy sometimes. And I find that my best ideas come to me when I'm moving, whether it's going for a walk or uh, working out, which I, I often feel like is a, a moving meditation for me. Um, I don't really talk to people while I work out. I'm very focused and I, I really value that time because even if I don't actively have ideas form during the workout, and sometimes I do, and then I'll whip up my notes app and and, uh, get it out of my head. But sometimes the effects don't come until later. And it's only because I know that I moved my body that those ideas will often populate for me. And I know that because when I go for stretches where I don't move my body, I feel the difference. I really, really feel the difference. So move your body whether it's some type of workout, whether it's a a going out for a walk, walking the dog, whatever it is, move your body in some way. You can do cartwheels around the house if you want, whatever you want. (laughs) Okay. Just go move your body. And again, that can be part of your short break as well. Drink some motherfucking water. Okay. Drink some water. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to the end of the day and been like, damn, I did not drink enough water today because sometimes I quite literally forgot or, you know, the something ridiculous, like, it seemed too inconvenient to get up and get the water. <laughs> you know, we've all had those moments sometimes, but we have to stay hydrated. Okay. We have to stay hydrated. If we want our brains to function for us, we have to feed our brains and most of our bodies are made up of water. So drink the damn water. Even if you have to put something in it, like to make it more palatable. I know people who don't like water, which I don't really understand because I fucking love water, but, <laughs> but if there's something that you need to do to it, to make it more palatable, fine, but drink the water and stay hydrated. That is huge. That is far bigger than you think it is. And sometimes if you're not only feeling uninspired, but if you're starting to hit that mid afternoon slump, you know, around two, three, 4 PM, um, or you're, you just feel like you're having some brain fog. Uh, sometimes even if you get a headache, all of those things can be related to not having enough water in you. I'm not saying that it's a be all end all to everything, but it can solve a lot. So make sure that you are getting some water related to that somewhat is to maybe eat something unless you find yourself visiting the refrigerator every 10 minutes, in which case this might not be the best option. Uh, eating something can be especially important for anyone who just gets so busy that they forget to eat. And I I can't tell you the number of times that that's happened to me. And that comes as somebody who really, really loves food a lot. (laughs) And is often like already planning out my next meal in my head. That's when I know that it's been a crazy day because sometimes I just quite literally will forget to eat. So try to grab something that will fuel your brain as well. So not necessarily just grabbing, um, something that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to start throwing nutrition facts at you because that's not what I do anymore, but we all know the difference between foods that will fuel us and foods that are just to tide us over. And there's nothing wrong with the, doing the foods that will tide you over because I do those too. But 
if you are really trying to kind of jumpstart productivity and stuff like that, and you haven't eaten enough or anything like that, try to grab something that is going to make you feel really good. That's whatever that looks like for you. Whatever food is going to make you feel really good, go for that. Okay. Do something that brings you joy as well. I had a client reach out to me the other day and she said, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling so uninspired. And this is partly what triggered this episode, but I have been feeling this as well. And I've talked to a lot of people who've been feeling this. So, um, I was already thinking about next episodes when she sent me this message and I was like, okay, if I'm feeling it, she's feeling it. So many other people are feeling it. I need to do an episode about this. And one of the things that I said to her was to go do something that, that brought her joy. I said, put everything down, close the laptop, put away your notebooks, um, put away all the things mentally, physically, all of those things, tuck them away for a day, a couple days, whatever, and do some things that just feel fun just for the sake of joy, just for the sake of joy. So do some things that bring you joy. And again, I know how hard that can feel when you have deadlines, when you are feeling financially stretched to your limit, when you have a to-do list that is 10 miles long. I hear you on every single front. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Okay. (laughs) But again, this comes back to the efficiency aspect, because if we are pushing, 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 pushing all the time, and we're never taking any time for fun or joy, it's going to work against us. It is absolutely going to work against us. And if you are feeling completely uninspired, I can't tell you the number of times where I've actually let go just enough to go do something that brings me joy and that feeds my soul in some way. And just like magic, all the ideas start populating again. Seriously. So again, I'm going to bring it back to that episode uh, that I did last week, episode 230, about slowing down to speed up. Sometimes slowing down can also be a really great opportunity to create and cultivate more joy in your life. And that is going to serve you in every single way. Sometimes we also need to change our environment. If you are always sitting at the same desk all the time, you have the exact same surroundings all the time. You haven't really gone anywhere recently, which most of us are feeling that because of the the 2020 situation with the pandemic and all of that. Sometimes we need to do something to change our environment. And that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, go buy another house. Okay. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. If that works for you, great. (laughs) But that's not what I'm talking about. There are very small, minimal things that you can do here. You can change, you know, if you have an office or something like that, you can change um, tiny little things about your, your surroundings in your office. Like maybe you um, add a, a new photo to your desk or you uh, get a new plant to liven things up a little bit. It can be the smallest, smallest details that can change your environment in some way that not only can get the creative juices flowing, but can also just, again, I'm going to bring it back to joy, can just bring you some joy while you are in your workspace. So whatever you can do to change your environment, whether that means flying somewhere different for some people, uh, again, a little tricky right now in the pandemic, (laughs) but, and financially and otherwise, but um, that is one possibility. Or there are all kinds of super, super minimal things that are so overlooked. You know, I I remember right after I broke up with um, my former partner of nine years, you can reference episode 117 if you want 
all the details on that. It's a whole dramatic thing. And <laughs> right after I ended that relationship, I was obviously feeling devastated and because it, it was a whole dramatic situation. And one of the things that I did, I was out at a store picking up um, some things that, that we were going to need to to renovate our house before we sold it. And I found this really cute plant, just a super cute house plant, very basic. It was a snake plant for anyone who knows it. It's it's very simple. You can Google it. It's like the most basic plant ever. And, and I actually, I used to garden a lot. So I, I, I have a somewhat green thumb anyway, but this plant happens to also be very difficult to kill, <laughs> which is great. Doesn't need a ton of sunlight, all of these things. And I bought it and it was in this cute, it, it just came in this cute little gray pot. I was obsessed with that plant. I absolutely loved it. I put it in my bedroom and I cannot tell you how much joy it brought me. I looked at it every night before I went to sleep and I looked at it again every morning before, when I woke up and, and opened my eyes. And for some reason, that tiny little plant brought me so much joy. It can be the smallest little detail. I'm not joking. Okay. I think that plant cost me $6. Like you can, you can do something like this that will change your environment and it can shift your mood entirely. Don't underestimate that. Okay. Another one. I'm sure you may have guessed that this one was coming, but get a good night of sleep. And okay. Sometimes this is easier said than done. (laughs) Again, on episode 230, I strongly recommend you go check that one out. I was talking about what kind of led to my burnout. And I'm not really sure what came first here, the chicken or the egg. But there was probably a good at least four, four to five weeks that I was going off of three to four hours of sleep a night, tops. Um, Not on purpose. Like I, I was in bed for much longer than that. I just, no matter what I did, I could not sleep. And... Um, you know, for, for all of you parents out there, especially parents of very young children or infants, newborns, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. (laughs) I give you so much fucking credit because I don't know how you do it. So all of the credit to you, um, because I, even just a month of too little sleep, I was a train wreck. I was an absolute train wreck. I could barely form sentences. I felt like I was losing my vocabulary. I felt like I was losing my mind. I was irritable all the time. I, I, not to mention not inspired, like creatively, absolutely not. I had nothing to give whatsoever. So whatever you can do to get a good night's sleep is going to be really, really important. And sometimes, yes, that's going to be more limited at times than others. You know, sometimes there are circumstances outside of our control. Sometimes you have insomnia and no matter what you do, you can't sleep. So then you have to do whatever you can to try to adjust a situation. Um, but it, I know that this one can be easier said than done. It sounds great on paper, you know, oh yeah, just go get some more sleep. It's fine. It's trust me. I'm aware that there are all kinds of obstacles to actually making that happen at times. Um, but whatever you can do to get more sleep would be awesome and it will benefit you immeasurably. And sometimes we also need to be a little bit honest with ourselves here. Sometimes if, if we're complaining to ourselves or to other people in our lives that we're only getting, you know, four or five, six hours of sleep a night, how much time are you actually spending in bed? And do you have good sleep hygiene? Like I'm not a sleep expert. I will reference an episode that I uh, did with a sleep expert, my friend, Christine Hansen. Um, It's awesome. She's awesome. And she gave some really, really great tips in there that will 
help you out a lot. So I'll reference that one. I can't remember the episode uh, off the top of my head, but she gave a ton of information on that. But good sleep hygiene is important. And part of that is going to be, again, basic things that all of us kind of know. Things like, you know, binge watching Netflix uh, for three hours right up until the minute we go to bed. Okay. That's, that's one thing that, listen, a Netflix binge is great sometimes, but if you're going to use that as an excuse to then complain about not getting enough sleep, I'm giving you some tough love here. That's not going to fly. So you have to be willing to make adjustments in order to get more sleep. So I'm just challenging you to be honest here. Like, do you have actual insomnia or do you have a legitimate issue like, like in a newborn baby, something like that? And I'm not, I, that's the wrong wording. <laughs> it's not an issue. It's just that that's just the stage of life that you're at. That's what I meant. Um, but, you know, and, and yes, then that's obviously going to be a very clear obstacle to you getting enough sleep. But there are other times where we might just not be totally honest with ourselves about why we're not getting enough sleep. And it can be things that are well within our reach to shift and to change. Okay. So be honest with yourself there and get as much sleep as you possibly can. Taking some time for yourself as well. Again, this one is tougher for parents, especially right now with the homeschooling situation, like all of these things that are happening. Um, again, parents, I'm giving you all the credit because I don't know, like the rest of us are barely managing 2020. I don't know how you're doing it at all. Okay. (laughs) So all of the credit to you, but taking time for yourself is really important. Even if it's only five minutes, maybe, and maybe this is going to be when you move your body. Maybe it's going to be when you hydrate, maybe you get, you know, a, a five minutes for a quiet cup of herbal tea or something like that. Um, first thing in the morning, it might mean that you have to get up five minutes earlier too. But if that gives you that, that little sliver of time just for you, that is going to be so helpful. So no matter how small of uh, how, how matter, no matter how small part of your day that looks like, that's going to really, really benefit you. And showing yourself some grace and self-compassion here. This is another thing that I really mentioned to my client was that she was feeling really run down. She'd had a bunch of other things going on Um, in the last few days. She then had a big launch. All of this was going on. And she said, you know, I'm just really tired. And I said, yeah, like, I'm not surprised. You, You should be. I would be surprised if you weren't feeling run down right now. And it's in those moments that it's most important to give yourself some grace and to show yourself the kind of compassion that you would show to somebody else who is coming to you explaining the exact same situation. We're so hard on ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. But when we look at at situations with a more empathetic eye and we try to imagine, okay, if my best friend was coming to me with this exact same situation, what would I tell her? You would probably tell her that it was normal to feel run down right now, right? So we have to show ourselves the same kind of compassion that we would show other people. And another part of this that is a really big one is sometimes we also need to call a friend that has, has your back and will hype you up a bit. And I hope that you have someone like that in your life because I have many of those people and I try to never take that for granted because I went a really long time feeling like I didn't have those kinds of people in my life. And now I have an abundance of them 
And sometimes I'm still surprised by it. I'm like, damn, like I'm so fortunate that I have all these incredible humans in my life. And I know what it feels like to not have that as well. And it's hard. So I hope that you have at least one person in your life that you can call who can hype you up, who can remind you how fucking awesome you are and how much you have to give. And that this you feeling uninspired is not a permanent condition. Just like feelings are not permanent. You're never going to feel one way and then feel that way for every minute of the rest of your life. You know, when, when we have those situations where we feel really down or something like that, I've talked about this on the podcast before that one of the things that, that I do to get through those situations is to remind myself that I'm not going to feel that way forever. And I hope that you have a friend or someone in your life, a family member, maybe a spouse, a partner who can remind you of that as well, because I think that we all need at least one other person to believe in us. We all need that sometimes. Because we don't just go through life as, as individuals without ever interacting with anyone else. We, we are affected by the people around us. We grow because of the people around us. And all of those things can be incredible gifts. Especially when it comes to a moment in time where inevitably, because all of us go through this sometimes, where we feel really down and we need a reminder of why we're awesome or that we're awesome at all. <laughs> we all need those reminders sometimes. So make sure that you do whatever you can to be able to provide that for other people. And I really hope that you have people that can do that for you as well. Okay. And if you don't, I've talked about this on other episodes as well, but there are things that you can do. There are, I mean, the internet is amazing these days. There are so many different places to connect with people, like-minded individuals who can absolutely have your back, all of these things, or you can also hire a coach or a mentor as well. Sometimes we need that. That's a route I've gone lots of times before, and, and I will continue to do in the future because there's all kinds of other benefits to that as well. But sometimes you just need that person who is going to believe in you and remind you that you're doing great things. Even if you're having some down days and you're feeling off your game and you're feeling super uninspired, that's not forever. It is not permanent. Okay. And the last thing that I want to wrap up with here, when you feel uninspired, if you've done all these other things, or even just a handful of them, whatever you feel like that day. Okay. <laughs> if you've done all those things and you're still not quite there, I want you to remind yourself who the fuck you are. If you have to write it on a goddamn bathroom mirror, if you have to, fine. Keep a folder of your various accomplishments or accolades if it gives you what you need in low moments. Come back to your why and to your greater sense of purpose as well. Remind yourself why you believe you were put here. Whatever you believe in, the universe or whatever, whatever that looks like for you. I want you to remind yourself who you are. And I want you to remind yourself of those moments that you've had where you've been on a bit of a high and you're like, yeah, I can do this. Or yeah, I'm really awesome at this. Or, or this is like my superpower and, and it, all of those things. I want you to come back to those moments. And if you're having difficulty with that, the next time that you do have those moments and you will, you absolutely will write them down, write down how you're feeling in those moments. And even if it's just in your phone or if it's in a journal or whatever, write them down 
because then they will be there for you to come back to when you are having these lower moments. And you can go, wow, if I, I feel this low now, but look how great I felt over here. And it wasn't that long ago. So how do I get back there? Not even back per se, because I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who advises like living in the past in any, in any regard, but what can you do to cultivate that feeling within yourself again, to remind yourself of who you are and what it is that you are doing? That's going to be really important. And we all have to do these things sometimes. So just as a quick reminder, in terms of what to do when you're feeling uninspired, take a short break, move your body, drink some water, eat something, do something that brings you joy, change your environment, get a good night of sleep, take some time for yourself, show yourself some grace and compassion, call a friend that has your back and will hype you up, hire a coach or a mentor, and remind yourself who the fuck you are. Okay? I hope that you do all these things. And I also want you to trust this process a little bit. Again, this episode goes very hand in hand with episode 230 right before this, because I talked a lot about trust and surrender and how important that is and that you can't really have one without the other. And when you are feeling uninspired, I also want you to trust the fact that you will not feel that way forever. It is not a permanent condition and surrender to the process of getting back to feeling uninspired, even if there are going to be some twists and turns along that route. And it will change. It will change. It will shift. The the tides will turn. It's not permanent. You feeling uninspired is not permanent. The inspiration will come back if you take care of you first. But sometimes we're going to have to release our expectations as to what that process is going to look like and to trust the process in order for it to actually work. If we just keep pushing, 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 pushing and wondering why everything feels so hard and why everything feels like we're slogging through mud all the time and we never feel inspired, those are the the biggest problems that you're going to run into. If you let go a little bit, it's going to serve you that much better and that much more quickly and efficiently, I might add. Because I've been in the space where I've pushed against the, the uninspiration, <laughs> feeling uninspired for so long and so hard that it wasn't until after the fact where I looked back and was like, wow, if I had just taken the time to create some more joy in my life or change my environment or take some more time for myself or, or any of these things, you know, show myself some grace and, and self-compassion, this process would have been a hell of a lot easier and probably a hell of a lot shorter. <laughs> okay. I've learned this the hard way. (laughs) So I hope that these help have helped you out a little bit. And it's, it's normal. It is normal to feel uninspired. Sometimes that is the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this and that there are ways to get back to it. You are not going to feel uninspired forever. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. I've got all kinds of cool stuff coming up. (laughs) I know I keep teasing about all the things, but I have been working on a bunch of stuff in the background for the last couple of months that I am going to be talking about a lot more uh, over the next few weeks and, and couple of months. So stay tuned. Got lots coming at you. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. 
For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.